Anyways. Hey, what's up, you guys? Right now, my dad is building my loft. Woo! Yep, my loft. And I just wanted to give a quick introduction to our podcast. Uh, My name is Judith, and my dad's name is Nathan. And this is our podcast. Whoop-dee-doo. Okay. And so, first things first, we are going to talk about science. Science is a fun topic. Say hi, Dad. Hi. How's it going today? Anyways, we are going to read about shockwave from World War II. Bombing raids rippled the edges of space. What? What the actual heck? Okay. Allied bombing... (laughs) Sorry if I can't pronounce stuff. Allied bombing raids... Uh, about across Europe during World War II wreaked devastation on the ground, but a new study suggests that the impacts of the shockwaves were surprisingly widespread, even rippling to the edges of space. That is fascinating. The study, recently published in the Annales Geophysicae, I think I pronounced that right, documents the impacts of these bombs in the Earth's ion sphere, a layer of Earth's atmosphere between roughly 50 and 7, three, sorry, 375 miles high that's charged or ionized by solar and cosmic radiation. The data suggests each bombing raid released the power of hundreds of lightning strikes, reducing the concentration of negatively charged electrons in the ion sphere. While the effect of the bombing raids on the ionosphere was minor and only lasted a few hours, the unusual approach that the researchers took to determine the atmospheric disruptions may eventually help scientists hone atmospheric models and more accurately predict ionospheric disturbances, which will be great. The most severe of which can cripple communications and global positioning systems, GPS. Looking to the past. The ionosphere is a far from constant waving primarily with the sun's activity. Wait. The ion sphere is far from a constant, waving primarily with the sun's activity. Solar flares, solar winds, and geomagnetic storms can all cause electron density to rise and fall, but our fiery companion isn't the only influence. Thunderstorms and even large earthquakes can impact the ion sphere. And so, here we go. There's an image of a time capsule during World War II. And they're spanning locations from Boston Harbor to Le Havre to escape. Based on existing sciences, the ion sphere is a lot more wobbly than it should be, says Chris Scott, space scientist at University of Reading in the United Kingdom. To better understand the impacts of different events on the ion sphere, Scott and colleague paper co-author Patrick Major look for examples of other explosions with equivalent energy to the uh, electrical activities of thunderstorms. Um, sorry about this. And found them in an unexpected unexpected place. Records of World War II bombing raids. Sorry. Okay. The researchers analyzed data on allied allied air raids. Allied, uh, I don't know. Allied air raids over Europe using 152 records of major bombing periods between 1943 and 1945, for which there were strong records of the types and timings of explosives drops. Then they compared the incidences of the raids to atmospheric measurements collected by the radio research station in Sloch, 
England. While it's challenging to pick apart the exact effects of the bombing on the ion sphere, the researchers discovered a significant association between bombing bombing rates used at least 100 to 800 tons of explosives and changes or wobbles in the ion sphere that occurred three to seven hours later. For comparison, one metric ton of TNT has roughly the same explosive energy as a cloud-to-ground lightning strike. Of course, lightning and bombs are very different, Scott notes, but the observed link reinforces the idea that other natural phenomena, like lightning, could have an effect. Scott and Major had also looked at data from the German bombing uh, in London, 1940 and 1941, known as the London Blitz. But this bombing was a, f- but this bombing offensive was so continuous that there aren't any, there weren't any intervening days without explosions that would allow researchers to establish background ionospheric changes for comparison to the atmosphere's data. Fact makes for a sobering realization. Scott notes, two of my aunts were killed during the London Blitz, age 9 and 11, he said. Um, so I know my family has seen the impact that such conflict can have. Wobbly skies. The novel of data from historic events to better understand our atmosphere has been received with surprise by the scientific community. I've never seen anything like that, says Christopher Fallen of the University of Alaska Fairbanks Geophysical Institute. Fallen, who's also chief of chief scientist of a high-frequency active auroral research program, which studies ionosphere properties and behavior, notes more sophisticated modeling would help tease apart the exact mechanisms behind the effects of a bombing raid but the work is an interesting way to a tricky question all right i was just seeing what's going on outside <laughs> um certainly opened my mind to take a different take on ionosphere science he says and a better understanding of the wobbles and the ionosphere and the events that cause them can only help us better understand its impact <sighs> On the modern technology we rely on, including radio, commission, radio communications and GPS systems, explains Mahil Cardarescu of the National Weather Service's Space Weather Prediction Center, also known as SWPC, an, agents, an agency of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric um, Administration. The SWPC works to help people who might suffer the technology of impacts and space weather to warn them of potential disruptions. For instance, during one particularly intense solar storm in the October of 2003, the disruption of the ion sphere had widespread effects and even forced aircraft to reroute due to GPS inaccuracies. Scott looks forward to pouring through more archives to help develop new models of atmospheric changes. I think for me, it's really redoubled my enthusiasm to try and digitize this historical data, he says. There's lots and lots of data sitting unusable in the books in at these moments on in books on shelves and that my dear friends is the article you hit it here first folks that was that so now my dad will tune in with a bit of his opinion on that wow ripples in the universe that's something else it's interesting to think that earthquakes or natural disasters can ripple all the way to the edges of the universe and that we can record it and track it and learn about it. A uh, good story there, Judith. Thank you. Hope to see you next time. Yep. So that was that.